The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. Hello, we are continuing a ranking of every episode of The Office. This episode covers numbers 65 through 56. Let's get into it. Number 65, Season 2, Episode 17, Dwight's Speech. Dwight has won Dunder Mifflin's Top Salesman of the Year Award, and he's nervous about giving a speech in front of everyone in the convention. Pam uses office time to plan her wedding, which drives Jim crazy to the point where he decides to travel when she gets married, and the employees each adjust the thermostat to a different temperature. The cold open is Michael throwing a football back and forth between him and Dwight, I believe, or I think he just thrown it around and uh, gets annoying. So Jim intercepts it and then plays keep away. And so he's thrown it around to everyone. And then it goes to Ryan and Dwight tackles the hell out of Ryan really hard. He knocks over Stanley. He just gets really ridiculous about it. Um, the temperature thing, I mean, I get it. That's what you do in an office. Uh, you, you, you know, people wanted different temperatures and stuff. That's, that's, that's just about in every office. It's hard to make that funny. They didn't really make it funny here. It was just Oscar sets it cold. Kevin sets it to 69. Of course, uh, Creed sent, set it at one point. Who knows what he said it to, but, uh, you know, that's a, that's an age old office problem. Uh, so Michael and Dwight go to this convention, uh, where Dwight's going to give a speech and Jim pranks Dwight by giving him, because Dwight is really scared at giving a speech and, uh, Jim gives him speeches of, of dictators like Mussolini, but Hey Jim, what do you think? Why do you think those dictators came to power? Because they made powerful speeches. So it kind of uh, kind of backfired on him. Uh, Dwight uses those speeches and gets everybody fired up. Everybody loves it. But before that, he was too scared to go up there. So Michael goes up there. Michael has given this speech before because he's one top salesman uh, of the company a couple times. And... Uh, Michael goes up there and he absolutely bombs everybody. Everybody hates it. What he's saying. So then Dwight goes up there and he just absolutely kills. It's awesome. I guess Michael gets jealous and just leaves. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's not very cool of him. Uh, and Jim uh, booked, wasn't sure where to go. So he booked a flight to Australia to make sure he's, far away from he doesn't go to Pam's wedding so okay number 64 season 4 episode 3 launch party as Dunder Mifflin Infinity launches Michael gets irate when he learns that he's not invited to the party in New York Dwight attempts to win back Angela this time by beating sales made by a website Phyllis attempts to use how to deal with difficult people tips she learned from a website on Angela 
who is insufferable after her breakup with Dwight, and Andy sets his sights on Angela. The cold open is one of the best of the series. It's the DVD video cube that was floating around the screen, <laughs> and everybody's looking at it. Michael's given some presentation on some stupid thing. Nobody's paying attention. They're all looking at that cube to see if it's going to go to the corner. And it finally happens, and when it happens, everybody cheers and leaves. And Michael thinks he, he gave a great presentation. Like, okay, uh, really funny. Um, this is af right after Michael ran over Meredith. So <laughs> Meredith goes to Jim and says, "You didn't sign my cast," and it's on her crotch. <laughs> and I don't know if he John Krasinski was traumatized or whatever, but he actually signed his name John Krasinski instead of Jim Halpert on there. Um, so yeah, they're they're launching the website, and now you can order paper online. And Dwight says that he'll beat the website, and he he does this to impress Angela, and he is really obnoxious about it even though pam feels bad for him because he feels terrible about his breakup with angela and uh but dwight is super obnoxious about it so jim and pam prank dwight by saying that the, the website is self-aware and he's chatting with dwight it's like i've been saying i've been programmed i believe i've been programmed to destroy you so so silly uh um Corporate Dwight says that corporate gave Dwight um 13 uh employee of the month. He got in, instead of a raise, he got an extra plaque. So he was all proud of that. Um Jim and Michael go to New York for the launch party. And when Michael says the party is located at chat room, Jim realizes that it's a online thing, so he turns around um michael is really upset michael got him instead of getting them that dr seuss book oh the places you'll go i think he got him green eggs and ham or something like that um so so michael turns around and he doesn't care about the scranton party when he was headed to new york but now that he's back he tells angela to make all he lists all these demands he wants an ice sculpture and go-go dancers and all, all this all this crazy stuff and angela's freaking out because she can't get that in two hours time so um andy is trying to impress angela so he gets her an ice sculpture that he stole and whatever dwight is just heartbroken over that um the, the michael orders pizza and the the question is, was it Alfredo's Pizza Cafe, which is the good pizza, or Pizza by Alfredo, which is a bad one? The thing is, there actually is an Alfredo's Pizza Cafe in Scranton. Um, but the the delivery boy arrives and Michael says, well, I have a coupon for half off. And the the, the delivery boy says that doesn't that doesn't work here. And they you know, Michael's basically saying, well, I'm the customer and I'm always right. And the the, the kid is like, I don't care. You're not getting you're not getting a discount. So he held, he holds the kid hostage and then he refuses to let him out of the room. And finally, finally, Michael realizes, oh my god, I kidnapped this kid. So, so they let him out. Uh at one point the kid says, This is stupid. And Michael says, You don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Um, 
also from this episode we have the famous uh line which i see all the time where um Michael says to Jim, I think you're overthinking it. And Jim says to Michael, I think you're underthinking it. See that all the time. Um, Jim and Pam sneak up to the roof, I think, because they didn't want to be involved. What if the police came about a kidnapping? Um, They go up to the roof. This is one of the iconic scenes. They are just um, they're just hanging up, hanging out up there. And it is is very adorable. Um, So they. They have the launch party at the different branches. When they get to Scranton, Michael is like, screw you, Ryan. Our 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 uh, salesman beat your machine and uh, go to hell. And, and, and uh, my Ryan is embarrassed by that. But um, it's late and Michael and Dwight just decide to go to New York, which I think is like a two hour drive just to get sushi from the party. So, OK. Uh, number 63, season one, episode five, basketball. Michael and his staff challenged the warehouse workers to a basketball game with a bet looming over both parties. Um, yeah, that's it's just it was just a basketball game. Uh, the apparently Brian Baumgarter, who, who plays Kevin, is actually a really good at basketball and, and actually made 14 shots in a row. Um, this is season one, Michael. So he is ultra obnoxious and, and just horrible. Um, he picks Stanley because obviously, you know, Stanley's black, so he must be a great basketball player. <laughs> Stanley, Stanley is in his windbreaker and he's, he's when he, when he, when he, when he dribbles the ball, he, he, he puts his hand out. It's, it's the stupidest thing. Um, Oscar volunteered to play and Michael, Michael says, well, we'll, we'll push you in when we play baseball. So I don't know. Stupid, stupid joke. Um, so, yeah, the the office guys play the the warehouse guys because uh, corporate said that somebody has to work on Saturdays and they play for, you know, the loser has to play on Saturdays. And at the time, the office work office people were winning. But. Um, one of the office people accidentally hits Michael and Michael says, Oh, it's a foul. Okay. Game over. We win. And the warehouse guy says, no, 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 we're not. We're screw you. That's not happening. So Michael backs down. Uh, then the office people are mad at Michael, but, uh, Michael says, Oh, forget that. We're not, we're not going to, he backs down from them too. Uh, during the game. Uh, so, so, uh, Pam, uh, was, was down there. Um, obviously rooting for Roy, but then also secretly rooting for Jim, I guess. And uh, while they're playing, Roy actually did hit uh, John Krasinski in the, in the, in the, in the face. And and I think he got a fat lip or something like that, maybe bled or something like that. But that was, that was real. They kept it in. They kept that, uh, that shot in number 62, season three, episode 17 cocktails, Michael, Jan, Dwight, Karen, and Jim attend a cocktail party at, david wallace's home as part of her resolve to be more assertive pam makes roy go to the bar with a group from the office uh the cold open was michael trying to show that he's houdini by getting um by getting out of a escaping from a straitjacket. the thing is he had the key in his mouth and the key came out and so he couldn't get out 
And so his hair is all messed up. He's he's sitting in his office and he just says, separately on, on an unrelated note, if if you happen to find a small brass key. <laughs> um this this episode was actually directed by JJ Abrams. Okay. Um they so a bunch of people go to the go to um go to I think it was poor Richards. And they, they walk by one of those claw machines that has a toys in it. And Pam says, oh, there's a duck. And uh, uh, Pam says, and, and so Toby spends all night trying to get to the duck. And then he finally gets a duck. He doesn't spend any time. And Pam says, well, I was hoping to talk to you, but, you know, you were gone the whole time. And then he tries to give her the duck. And Pam says, why don't you give it to your daughter? So <laughs> the whole thing was uh, just a, just, just a door. This <laughs> is just funny. Um, so at the party, um, this is the first time that Michael and Jan are announced that they're, they're going out publicly and Michael is being totally obnoxious about it and basically doing all kinds of, um, you know, kissing and just, just being really obnoxious that he's, he's going out with Jan. Jan wants nothing to do with this. Jan is, I mean, this is how their whole relationship was like he, she's really not, <laughs> who knows what's going on with that, but it's, it was just totally crazy. And uh, she gets upset that he is so public about it. Michael is just so proud that, that he could finally announce publicly that he's going out with Jan, but Jan is still embarrassed. And, uh, she she says, I am taking a calculated risk. What's the upside? I overcome my nausea, fall deeply in love, babies, normalcy. Downside, I date Michael Scott publicly and collapse in, into myself like a dying star. We know which one happened. The last <laughs> the last thing. Um why um Dwight is for some reason uh decides to do a home inspection of the house. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe maybe the whole point of that was so he could be in a room with uh with David Wallace's son in the dark and uh and, and talk to the kid. I don't know. I don't know what the point of that was. It was pretty silly. Um I, I like when um Karen says to um Jan he said she just says hey Jan and Jan just says not too good I love that. Uh, in the end, they they drive back, and Jan they they Michael and Jan have a fight, and Michael says, "I want the house, Jan. I want the picket fence. I want the ketchup fights, the tickling, and the giggling." So, I mean, they basically, you know, Michael just just wants that relationship so bad, and Jan doesn't want it. Uh, at poor Richards at this time, Pam got back with Roy and, uh, Pam says, I want this to work and I don't want any secrets between us. So, um, I, I, um, she admits that Jim kissed her and she kissed him and that makes Roy go into a rage and just start breaking things, just start, start breaking chairs, tables, glasses, just complete destruction with his um, stupid cousin or whoever that was. Uh, PM PM just leaves and says, we're done. And uh, 
Roy doesn't get in trouble because he the guy paid him off with their jet ski money. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Roy went absolutely crazy. And then and at the end, he says, I'm going to kill Jim Halberts. And I believe the next episode is when he confronts Jim in the office and, and PM um, and uh, Dwight uh, intercepts him with the uh, pepper spray. Number 61, season five, episode 21, two weeks. As Michael prepares to leave Dunder Mifflin, he announces that he will form his own paper company. Will anyone join him? So the previous episode, that was when Charles Minor was introduced and they totally mistreated Michael. So Michael goes up to New York and he he quits. So in the cold open, Michael tells a story of how he quits, but he's going on and on. He's dragging it on and on and on. And, and everybody's just waiting because they know it's like, finally he has a good story, but he, he won't, he won't tell us. Um, Michael doesn't think that he needs to apply for any jobs because, you know, he'll just get a headhunter or something like that. But then this guy comes in and he says like, Hey, Hey, the job market is horrible. So, so then Michael, Michael freaks out. Michael calls Prince family paper. Um, but they, their, their message is, Oh, sorry, we've gone out of business. And the reason they've gone out of business is because of that episode where Michael and Dwight stole all, all their uh, customers. So, um, so this is where Michael decides to form his own paper company, the Michael Scott Paper Company. He starts asking everyone if they'll join him, and everybody tells him he's crazy. No. So um, so it's very <laughs> it's it's finally um Charles sees that Michael is putting his letterhead on on uh on paper and on on correspondence and stuff like that and Charles will say, that's it. You're out of here. Michael goes to give a speech and Charles says, nope, you're done. Doesn't even get, let Michael give, give a speech. Then Michael sneaks back in and, and tries to get people to come again. And, um, and Charles threatens to beat him up. So, so he says, Please, will anybody join me? And Pam, um, who spent the entire episode trying to figure out the new copier, um, finally figures it out and realizes how stupid it is that he that she's just you know figuring out a copier. Uh, so it's basically a Jerry Maguire thing. So she she leaves with him. Um, and then she they're, they're walking out together, and it's kind of like the end of uh of the graduate when when they're he's leaving with the with the woman, and then they realize. Oh my God! What have we done? This is the same same exact thing. Pam and Michael are looking. It's like, uh, what what have we just done? So, um, the Michael Scott Paper Company is still my favorite arc of the entire thing. When we get to the episode broke, that <laughs> it's probably going to be rate, rated uh, pretty high. Number sixty, season seven, episode sixteen, PDA. Michael and Holly's public displays of affection start to make everyone in the office uncomfortable. Jim and Pam have too much champagne during the Valentine's Day lunch. And Andy tags along on a romantic treasure hunt Gabe has made for Aaron. The cold open was pretty dumb. Um, Daryl's grandma just died and Pam is is consoling him. And she says, we made you a card. Or we, we, we got a card for you and we all signed it. But everybody thought it was Daryl's birthday instead of, of Daryl's grandma dying. So... 
uh, all the all the messages were like, "Yay, woohoo, go big dog!" And uh, they all come in and start singing "Happy Birthday" to him, and he's crying. It's like that's oh, stupid. Um, so this is when this is when Michael and Holly finally get back together in season seven. Te- in season seven, and they are just all over each other. They are just making out all the time in front of everybody. It's making everybody uncomfortable. Finally, they they put a policy that says no more PDA at the office. And while be, while they're doing this, they have a they have a uh, I love this scene. They they, they have a uh, Dwight says I have had inter- intercourse in this office. Uh, as has Angela, as has Ryan, as has Kelly, as has Meredith, as has Phyllis, as has Daryl, as has Creed, as has Michael, as has Holly. And Kevin says, as has Kevin. And Angela says, with who? And Kevin says, she goes to another school. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, at, at some point, Michael says that he loves Holly. And at first, Holly's like, whoa, 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 what did you just say? And Michael says, well, I love you. And she says it back. Uh, but they realize, Michael realizes um, that Toby is on jury duty for the Scranton Strangler. When he comes back, Holly is going to have to go back to Nashua. And they have to do this whole thing again with the long distance dating and all that stuff that happened in season five and where they broke up immediately. So Michael is very sad, depressed. Um, and he's, he says, well, we know this isn't going to work. So what are we going to do? And Holly says, we don't have to let corporate tell us how to live our lives. We'll just move in together. So I guess Holly quit or i don't know i don't know what happened this was this is basically the beginning of the end of of michael leaving the uh the office um the thing with jim and pam was stupid they got drunk and then when 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 dwight was telling was saying that every all the people that have had internet course in the office jim and pam were like well we've never done that well maybe we should and they kept looking for places but they couldn't but then eventually they do find a place and then when when they were asked about it, they're like, no, 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 we just went on a walk. But they have this sly smile, so you know they did. Um, and and the stupid thing with Gabe and Andy and Aaron, basically my three least favorite characters. And Aaron, Gabe gave Aaron a scavenger hunt. Aaron couldn't figure it out, so Andy helped him. But it was because Aaron and Gabe were dating. And the whole point was. Andy really likes Aaron. Okay, whatever. Number 59, season five, episode seven, customer survey. Dwight and Jim receive shockingly bad customer feedback reports and go to investigate. Um, And Andy searches for a wedding venue, but Angela's standards make it difficult. Uh, The cold open was really dumb. Michael told everyone that, that, um, that he was getting married and everybody's all happy for him and they make a big deal about it and then he reveals he's not actually getting married i don't know what what the heck the point of that was um so so jim and dwight get really bad 
uh, customer feedback reports. And basically it's because Kelly was mad that they didn't go to her America's Got Talent party. And she had mugs of everybody's faces on the on them. I want to get one of these mugs. They look they look really cute. Uh and so um also Pam Pam is in art school in New York and they are talking to each other via the, the world's tiniest Bluetooth. They have these little your pieces stuck in their ears and they could talk to each other all day. Uh, this episode had one of the best scenes in the entire series. The, when Michael and Jim and Dwight are trying to work on their customer service skills and, and Jim pretends to be Bill Butlicker is one of the best. This is one of the best scenes. Um, Dwight says, hello, sir. What is your name? And Jim says, I am Bill Butlicker. And Dwight says, really? That's your name? And, and Jim says, how dare you? My family built this country, by the way. And then um, Dwight is trying to talk to Bill Butlicker. And Jim keeps saying, I can't hear you. You got to speak louder. Got to speak louder. Speak louder. And finally, <laughs> finally, Dwight says, Butlicker, our prices have never been lower. And uh, Jim is saying, I find you rude and and uh, and I don't like you. I want to put your manager on the line. So Michael talks to Bill Butlicker and, and he says, Michael, I like the sound of your voice. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy $1 million worth of paper products today on one condition. You have to fire that salesman that treated me so terribly. And <laughs> Michael says, Michael looks at Dwight and Dwight's like, no, 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 don't do it. <laughs> but Michael's like, but it's a million dollars. <laughs> I love it. I love it. One of my favorite of the whole series. Um, And so Dwight was convinced that something was wrong and he was real paranoid and he was really focusing on Kelly. And Jim figures out that it actually was Kelly that, uh, that, that, that um, changed the, uh, the feedback reports. So he goes to Dwight and says, Dwight, you were right. It was Kelly. It was Kelly the whole time. And Rain Wilson did this. Um, he, 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 he's done this a few times. He, he played this part. He's like, oh, oh, it was Kelly. And he finally was like, oh, Kelly the whole time. Kelly the whole time. And, he, and his face changes. He says, let's get her. <laughs> he goes after her. I love it. I love it. Um, in the end, they confront Kelly. And Kelly admits to it because she, she was mad about the party. And Michael and Kelly talk. And basically, Kelly gets no punishment for something really bad. And Michael says, listen, I know I know what it's like when people won't come to your party. It really stinks. So I get it. Like, so I'm going to I'm going to pretend to yell at you and you're going to pretend to cry and then it'll all be good. So, OK, uh, in the end, also with, with between Jim and Pam. So so this this dude is um, I guess he was hitting on Pam. And say no, don't don't go back to Scranton. Go stay stay here in New York and and fulfill your art dream. Uh, like, okay, whatever. Um, and then the thing with basically the 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 whole thing with Angela and Andy and Dwight. Um, uh, Angela basically steers Andy into having the wedding at Shroot Farms. Okay, whatever. And in, in the end of the episode, Dwight says, "Don't worry, I'll take care of this." 
Number 58, season six, episode 13, Secret Santa. Michael gets upset when Jim promises Phyllis that she can be the office Santa, but the office Christmas party may be overshadowed by some bad news from David Wallace. Nicole Owen was dumb. Um, at this point, Jim and Dwight are the party planning committee, and they decide instead of having a real tree, you have a fake tree that needs to be decorated by everybody. Whatever. Just just really dumb. Uh, this entire episode was half of it was Michael just being a horrible, obnoxious jerk. Um, he is really upset that Phyllis was Santa. So he shows up as Santa. So there's two Santas and Michael says, who wants to sit on my lap? And Kevin says, well, well, Phyllis won't let me sit on her lap. And, and Michael says, you can sit on my lap. That's fine. And Kevin sits on Michael's lap and basically crushes him. <laughs> and he's on him and he's just crushing him. And, and they're trying. He's like, tell me quickly. What do you want? And Kevin's like, I don't know. I don't know. What should, what should I say? And just really prolonging it. <laughs> Finally, my, Michael's like, get the hell off me. And you can see in the background. Everybody in the background is just dying laughing. I'm sure they had multiple takes of this. Uh, uh, Mindy Kaling dying laughing. Uh, Ed Helms just, just, just. They, I, I think Jim just, just couldn't even be in the shot. He was laughing so hard. So, uh, that was that was an amazing scene. Um, also, Oscar has a crush on warehouse guy Matt, and he, but he's really shy about it. It's like, okay whatever um they had secret santa and aaron got andy andy um basically made it so that he got aaron as this as a secret santa and he got aaron the 12 days of christmas well the first like six days of christmas were various birds and these birds like attacked aaron so she's really upset She's saying, could you please stop with, the, with this with this 12 days of Christmas? It's really hard to me. She's crying. It's a terrible thing. But nobody will admit to who gave her the, the 12 days of Christmas uh, uh, gift uh, because she hates it. So, uh, so Michael is still upset. Instead of being Santa, then he shows up as Jesus. And... Toby is about to say, obviously, you can't be Jesus. And and uh, Michael says, oh, it's the Antichrist. I love it. Um, and he is just absolutely horrible to everyone, just trying to ruin everybody's time. Uh, he he admits that uh, that Andy was Aaron's secret Santa, which which, you know, just blows that. And everybody's everybody's upset at him. Um, he calls David Wallace to complain and he, he says, guess what I'm dressed as. I'll give you a hint. His last name is Christ. He has the power of flight. He can heal leopards. <laughs> um, and David Wallace says, Michael, this is a really bad time. Uh, the company is about to be sold and all the board in, in, in David Wallace included are about to lose their jobs. So Michael is freaking out and he says, um, first they need a Santa, then they need Jesus. Now they need Michael Scott. Now they need a friend. So he goes there and he cannot obviously cannot keep a secret. And he says, 
yeah, we're all gonna we're all gonna lose our jobs. <laughs> the company's being sold. We're we're all screwed. So everyone is freaking out. Everyone goes into the office, and, and Michael, um, <laughs> Jim keeps trying to call David Wallace. Jim, David Wallace won't answer. Michael knows how to connect to David Wallace because he pretends to be. He he said he, Michael Wallace told him one time where his kids go to school, so he pretends to be the daughter and he calls the school. <laughs> So, so such a horrible thing to do, but he gets a hold of David Wallace and David Wallace says, yeah, we're being sold. All the board, all the executives are are losing their jobs, but you guys are fine. You're all going to keep your jobs. You're the only good thing about this company. So everybody cheers. So then they, they have a good uh, <laughs> Christmas. Um, Jim got Kelly a Twilight poster, which she loved. Michael got Dwight as a secret Santa and he kept getting him parts to a machine and Dwight finally put all the parts together and it was a, a basically a nutcracker. So that was, that was really cool. Um, Andy redeems himself to Aaron by uh, while, while everyone's leaving, he brings in a, a drum line of 12 drummers drumming. So that was cute. Number 57 season six, episode 17 and 18 delivery part one and two. Pam goes into labor and Jim is ready to take her to the hospital, but she refuses to go. Meanwhile, inspired by Pam and Jim's baby, Dwight and Angela tried to reach a business agreement to have a baby of their own. Um, this uh, for for such a big event of someone having a baby, this was not a great couple of episodes. It was a two parter. Um, the cold open was. Uh, Pam would would call customers and say, "Hey, I'm about to go in, into delivery. I'm about to have a baby. Do you need any sales needs?" And 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 Jim mentions to customers also that he's having a baby to get more sales. And Dwight's like, "That's so fair. You you can't do that." And and um, Pam says, "People like it when you mention your your uh, your personal lives." And so Dwight calls a customer and says, "Hey, I, I was wondering if you need more paper. Um, my cousin Mose, he has this really." terrible rash or something like that it was just just not working uh yeah dwight says um i've I, he needs a baby because he is i've i've been noticing a gaping hole in my life sometimes i wake up cradling a gourd <laughs> um so the whole first part was pam was having contractions but they can't um go to the hospital yet because of the health care plan they have they wanted to wait till midnight so that um, they get an extra day of uh, in the hospital from the insurance. So that was that was real stupid. She waits forever. Um, finally, finally, she agrees to go to the hospital. Pam's freaking out. Jim's freaking out. Michael tries to calm them down. Uh, he drives into the hospital. Dwight tries to be the escort, but he gets pulled over by the police. So. Um, but in the in the confusion, um, they forget the iPod, and so Pam tells Dwight, "Go to our house, get our iPod, bring it to the to the hospital." Dwight never Dwight gets to their house, never finds the iPod, but he does find mold in their kitchen, so he tears apart the entire kitchen <laughs> to to take care of the mold. Basically, remodels their 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 entire kitchen. So that's basically what he did, uh, the entire time. Um, Pam eventually has the baby. Michael thinks of himself as Cupid because he got 
he claims credit for getting Pam and uh, Jim together. So he says, I am, I will bring you love. So anybody that's single, I will bring you love. So he tries to, to, to set up Aaron and Kevin and tells Aaron, he has, she has to go on a date with Kevin. That was just really dumb. Um, Pam can't, um, the baby can't breastfeed with Pam. So they bring in a lactation consultant, which was actually um, Jenna Fisher's real life husband, Lee Kirk. So uh, it was, it was, you know, kind of funny. Jim's sitting there and this, this lactation consultant is basically feeling up Jenna and touching her boobs and stuff. And, and Jim's like, Hey, yo, what's, what's going on here? And it was, it was actually, it was actually uh, his, his real life husband. Um, and then they they brought in another mother with it with a baby, uh, and it was actually Bernadette from Big Big Bang Theory, and uh, Jen, um, Pam accidentally breastfed their, their baby. So, not a great episode. Not not great for for such a big thing. Just not a great episode. Number fifty six, season three, episode three, the coup. Jan arrives during a productivity meeting and fails to understand how watching a movie can can increase productivity. And Stanford has their own brand of team building, which is playing Call of Duty. Um. So Michael, Michael declares it's movie Monday and has everyone watch um, Varsity Blues, <laughs> and I guess they watch it in parts. So, um, Jan comes in and, um, while everybody's watching the movie and the only one that's not watching the movie is Angela and Jan is just freaking out. Like what the heck's going on here? You know, this is, pro- this is productivity. You wa- everybody's watching a movie. So she gets really upset at Michael and Angela says, this is your time to, to Dwight. This is your time to, uh, to um to become manager so you need to you need to have a coup so um dwight calls jan and says listen we need to meet um i know i know you i know your clothes are liz claiborne <laughs> so go to the liz claiborne outlet and uh and then meet me off of the exit and 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 we'll talk and Jan's a little freaked out <laughs> that that he knows she, he knows what she wears. That's that's weird. So Dwight makes an excuse to Michael. It's like, hey, I gotta go. I have a new dentist. Uh, so so he goes to meet Jan and tells Jan that he needs to become the manager and they need to get rid of Michael. Um, Jan calls Michael and says, oh, by the way, I just talked to Dwight and he wants your job. So Michael and, and, and Michael says, were you at the dentist? Um, Dwight comes back. And so Michael plays along and he, he says first, first uh, Michael says, um, have some M&Ms and my, and Dwight eats the M&Ms and, and and Michael says, I thought when after you went to the dentist, you weren't supposed to uh eat uh uh candy. And uh and Dwight says, Oh, they have these new fast uh fast drying uh fillers or whatever. 
Michael asks, what's the name of the dentist? And Dwight says, Crentist. <laughs> Your dentist's name is Crentist. I love that. Um, uh, back in, uh, in, in Stanford, they're all playing Call of Duty. And uh, Jim is really, really, really bad at it. And they, um, the manager brings in uh, Jim and Andy, and not to not to talk about business, but to talk about why they're doing so bad at Call of Duty. And it's all because Jim is an idiot and doesn't know what what he's. Jim is Jim is bad at Call of Duty. That's 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 the point. And and at one point, Andy says, "I will shoot you in real life. What are you doing?" So that was that was kind of silly. But um, Michael tells Dwight, it's like, you know what? I just got a call from Jan and they're going to make you the uh, the new regional manager and they're going to make me the salesman. So uh, when when they, when they change, when when Dwight hears this, his demeanor completely changes instead of being. Like Michael's lackey, he basically treats Michael like crap, and uh, and Michael's playing along. And they announce, you know, Dwight is the new ma- new regional manager, and everybody's freaking out. And Pam, I think Pam says something like, "I have a broken vacuum. Maybe, maybe we can make that the the, the regional manager." Uh, and he's playing along, and. Michael says, okay, and you get the company car, you get the Sebring. And Dwight's like, are you nuts? That's that's a dumb car, especially a, a convertible in, in northeast Pennsylvania. What? That's ridiculous. And that's when Michael loses it. He's like, you take that back. Well, how, how dare you? How dare you talk to my car like that? So he just he just unloads on Dwight. He says, I know what you did, you, you son of a bitch. And Dwight is just begging for mercy and um and dwight says what do you what do you want me to do what should we do and and michael is a fan of the the show entourage so he says let's hug it out bitch and michael says hug it out bitch is a good way to work out issues but not a good idea to say to a woman i have found it doesn't translate (laughs) um so it seems that you know they've they've um they've made up but really um michael has dwight do his laundry for a year and also stands in the middle of the office with a with a big sign that says liar or something like that so uh all right all right that is it we are almost into the top 50 thanks for listening and watching and i will see you later bye